of SFM leading the conversation. It is a Friday evening. You're hanging out with myself, Bridget Masinger, right here on SAFM as we delve into all things arts, culture and lifestyle in preparation of the weekend that lies ahead. Africa Month is upon us. And of course, Africa Month means that uh, we shift our focus into all things continental uh, and seeing how we celebrate, honor and continue to uphold our African roots and African cultures. And this evening, we thought, uh, let's have a conversation around some music. Museums, in particular, the Steve Biko Center, which has been identified as one of the six African museums uh, that will be participating in the Museum of Futures. Africa project and we've got on the line Dr. Asma uh, Daikote. Daikate or Daikote? It's Jackie Tay. Good evening, Bridget. It is Decate. Jackie Tay, yes. Jackie Tay. So more like a J as opposed to a D. Exactly. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's West African and the D-I-A is pronounced uh, like a J. Jackete. I yes. see. Where does it originate from? Um, it is a name from Mali, so it's West African. Aha, uh-huh. fantastic. I love that region. I learn something new every day. Uh, <laughs> thank you for indulging me, Dr. Asma uh, Jackete. And she is the regional head of programs at uh, the Goethe Institute out in South Africa. And we've touched base with uh, the Goethe Institute periodically throughout the years always doing incredible work, always collaborating uh, with some really, really cool cultural institutions on the continent. And this is of particular interest. Um, The Steve Biko Center, which is a relatively new center that you've identified as one of the six African museums that are going to be participating in the Museum Futures Africa Project. I've said a mouthful. So before we even get ahead of ourselves, let's start at the beginning. Museum Futures Africa. What is that all about? So, um, as you said, Museum Futures Africa is indeed a pan-African project um, that was conceptualized by a group of African museum experts and art practitioners as a response to a series of museum conversations the Goethe Institute held in 2019. Mm. In these conversations with the museums uh, from all over the continent, it became quite clear that there is a need for African museums to exchange and rethink their practice. Because um, African museums are, in most cases, well-connected to other European museums, but Mm -hmm. not so so much on the continent. Mm. And um, these conversations all happened even before the whole discourse around restitution and uh, the reclaiming of so-called indigenous knowledge uh, reached its peak. But at that time, one could already sense that museums were starting to redefine themselves. Mm. And uh, and the new generation of museum experts were paying quite critical attention to both uh, the past and the future Mm. of their museums, excuse me, Yeah, so the Goethe Institute then decided to support this conceptual development of museums by taking a rather new approach in the museum landscape. Mm. And that new approach is uh, the, the, the Museum Futures Africa project. And instead of a quite classical capacity building program, mm-hmm. Museum Futures is based on uh, a peer-to-peer learning process between African museums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, the, and I think this is 
quite uh, groundbreaking in a way because the participating museums are encouraged to form study groups Mm -hmm. with different stakeholders inside and outside of their museums. Mm -hmm. And this cuts through hierarchies on one hand Mm. um, within the institution, but also, and that's very, very important, connects with the communities the museums are trying to engage with. Mm. And I think it's it's quite important to for the museums to understand um, what the communities around them interest and how to make the museum experience exciting again, no? Yes, yes. Yeah. Very interesting points that you bring up there, uh, Dr. Asma, because I think one of the, the things that have have always been a recurring feature in conversations around museums, especially in recent years, is how do they innovate, um, number one, and how do they transform, especially considering that a lot of them are still um, administered by gatekeepers of sort or, or, you know, still institutions that are upholding really a colonial past or colonial perspective. Um, and, and a lot of people were really trying to drill down to how do we then ignite this conversation with museums to get them to be more reflective of the times, as you just said, and more reflective of the community and a very collective history. Absolutely. I think this is, um, in the Museum Futures Project, a very, very important point Mm -hmm. that museums are trying to uh, imagine what a decolonized museum would look like, right? Mm. So, um, so, and and to create that space for those study groups um, in the, through internal teams, um, for them to be able to experiment, to discuss, to strategize, uh, to develop new concepts for how and what to exhibit, and to build those um, pan-African networks, mm. and that are quite interdisciplinary because. Out of the six museums, it's not all of them are history museums or national museums or art museums, but Mm. we are covering all those fields. And it's quite important that the national museum will then learn from a much smaller, maybe community-driven museum, and an art museum will learn from a a history museum. And I think that interdisciplinary exchange will create room for innovation Mm. and and also investigation, right? Mm, mm. True, very true. Uh, Dr. Asma, tell me, in terms of the six museums that you guys have identified, and and, I mean, these are six museums across the continent outside of our borders, how did you isolate them with with such a vast offering? And you've just mentioned, you know, there's different categories of museums and and you guys have just selected a handful. How did you then drill down to saying, okay, these are the six that we would like to see in this project? And what was some of that Mm. criterion that they they ticked, I guess? Mm. So, I mean, the response was quite overwhelming. We released uh, an Africa-wide call for application. Mm. And the the project is driven um, by a steering committee, um, which consists of um, African museum experts and and art practitioners. Mm. And we selected the six museums um, um, very much... Uh, characterized by their particular drive to innovate and mm-hmm. their commitment to cooperation. I think these were the the two uh, main criteria for us. And of course, um, I think there was also a question around uh, what project uh, would you then try to to uh, um, facilitate or, or realize, rather. Mm. 
Um, and I think those project ideas were also quite convincing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not too sure in terms of the timeline, has the, 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 the Museum Futures Africa project already started? Is it underway? And if so, what have been some of those highlights that have come out from that peer-to-peer learning experience thus far? Mm. So, yes, um, the, the, the project has started already. Um, so the first phase is the, the phase of the study groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second phase that we are actually right now starting is a pairing process okay. where two museums from, from, from the region will be paired and then actually share the, their experiences that they have um, made within their study groups. Okay. Uh, and I think that second phase will be quite exciting to mm. then see how the museums actually learn from each other mm. and, and from the processes uh, that they are going through. And um, to, to answer your second question, I, I think so far just to see that all of a sudden um, hierarchies are really being, yeah, are, are kind of breaking up you know, um, by, by, by forming those study groups where the museum manager um, um, is reimagining the, the museum uh, in the future together with staff members, maybe the, the cleaning staff mm. or, you know, I think that's quite exciting to see what comes out of these debates. Mm-hmm. And as a parting shot, I mean, the Goethe Institute, like I said before, you guys have been um, really, you've come into the continent and you've done incredible work in, in terms of partnering uh, with local organizations in, in various regions and, and really trying to to have an exchange of ideas and an exchange of knowledge. And obviously through the years in your work in, in particular spaces of, of culture and heritage, there must be some observations that you have made as an institute as well that that you think, okay, you know, Africa does really strong here in this particular sense, but perhaps there's room for growth or room for for introspection or doing something differently in this particular sense. Uh, Anything that you guys have sort of bounced around the table as as the Goethe Institute to say, yeah, this is our assessment of, of, you know, institutions and organizations of this particular nature on the continent? Mm. I mean, that's actually quite difficult to to, um, to answer. Mm. I mean, one could easily say, um, and I think that probably counts for most museums uh, uh, globally, that uh, digitalization is the new challenge for yes. museums, especially uh, since the pandemic, you know? Yeah. So, so I think this is definitely something that all African museums um, will have to look into. Mm. But... But I think one cannot give such a general um, answer to this because I think the the demands for each museum are are very, they really vary. And and I think every museum really has to find it out for themselves Mm. because uh, I think a community-driven museum... um, goes through very different processes than, than, than big national museums that get uh, most of its funding uh, by the government, for yes. example. So I think the challenges uh, really, really differ. 
Yeah. And in terms of the six museums, just to double back as a parting shot, how are you planning on facilitating, especially when it comes to the second phase, the pairing project? Um, you know, is there going to be physical interface mm. between the, the various muse- uh, museums, perhaps even a, a little bit of a go and see, uh, you know, residency, tenureship of sorts in the different areas? Because I know we there's museums from, from, from Senegal, from Guinea, uh, Kenya, all over the place, South Africa, that are participating uh, as part of the six. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, initially, this was definitely our plan to mm. have the museums visit each other and actually really experience their realities, you mm. know. Um, and we did pair museums like Francophone museums with Anglophone museums. Mm. Um, yeah. So we are really, really hoping that um, despite the pandemic, we will still be able to realize this plan and have the museums visit each other. Yes. Indeed. Good, good stuff, Dr. Asman. Thank you so much for, for taking the time. Incredible work. This, I think it's, it's always necessary, especially in a space that's continuously changing, uh, like the museum space. And it has to adapt and it has to adapt quickly, uh, because no one wants just white elephant buildings that nobody walks into or that, uh, you know, don't really play a, a very proactive role in society except to archive. Uh, I, I always feel like muse- museums serve us best when, when we can go into them and use them as institutions of learning and not just, you know, these white elephants that we forget about except for particular months or, or site visits during high school. Yeah, thank you, Bridget. Very much so. Thank you. We, we strongly believe that this process is even more relevant in times of change as museums can and should be the place where pressing issues can be debated. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that was Dr. Asma joining us, and she was uh, the regional, she is the regional head of programs out at the Goethe Institute right here in South Africa. Uh, this will be an interesting one to track as, uh, you know, it, it unfolds to see how it's going and perhaps even touch base with some of the muse- muse- museums rather that are part of this program to see how they are finding it. That would be very interesting indeed. Uh, it's just gone half past eight as uh, we prep for our music mix in the final 30 minutes of the show.